From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and I am joined, as always, by my co-founder here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I am coming to you live from the LiveX studio in Midtown Manhattan. Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we'll bask in the glow of yet another 13-3 regular season Packers campaign. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got Aaron Charles Rogers. We got the bad, we got the MVS drop. We got the ugly, we got Tavon Austin's fumble. Buddy, the game is probably over if you don't fumble it there. Let's go. How you doing, Corey Banky? How is your I would like to uh, file. A, I would like to file a formal protest with the scriptwriter of this show. Sir, I do yes. not believe that the MVS drop deserved to be in the bad. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to give the. I'm going to personally give the bad to the uh, Kevin King drop. Okay? okay, that's fair enough. So uh, your your, just, ob- your objection formally, is duly noted. Wanna... We have we have placed it in the record. It is all, it is there for all time. Uh, other than excellent, your quibble with the good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, how are you? How was the trip back to Green Bay? How is Green Bay treating? Woo. Man, I missed it. I missed it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be straight up honest with you guys. I missed it terribly. It's beautiful. This morning, I go. I woke up at 6:30 uh, a.m. because I had a, a radio hit. I was. I was pulling an Aaron Nagler and doing a little <laughs> Wisconsin radio, and I. Uh. I look out my window and I was like, Oh my God! It's beautiful. It's Mordor. <laughs> It is Mordor for the <laughs> NFC. And I was like, man, it was so ominous. Like, like even today, like in the middle of the day, there was snow and like it was so ominous. Like gr- the, the Lambos just got this this ominous feel today. I'm right. just like, I'm cold and I'm coming to get you. <laughs> well, I love you put up that picture on Twitter and I have to give a shout out to whoever it was who said, uh, have you thought about uh, putting the electri- electric uh, wire in the ground? <laughs> yeah, you mean the power lines the, for the power like, company? I just <laughs> and again, I think whoever it was who tweeted that, I do think they're in another country. So I think maybe there's something like a difference of they don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, how it works. but it's like it was such a great tweet and it was such a great picture and Lambo looked so foreboding and it was like, yes, bring all those motherfuckers to Lambo. And someone's like, uh, excuse me, would you like to, uh, move that? Like, come on, get with the program. <laughs> you know who liked that tweet? Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb knows what's up. He knows how intimidating oh, Lambo field can That's be. Cool. Gotta love it. I Got was just excited when, uh, Andrew Brandt, like quote yeah, tweeted, he quote me. tweeted like, it, right? What? You're getting a little play there. A little play there from the old Twitter consigliere, if you will. Um, all right, let's. Should we get on script? Let, let's do some Packers news. Packers news today, ladies and gentlemen. Corey, I don't know if you heard. Breaking news: the Packers clinched the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. I don't know if you were aware. I don't know if you've been. You know, you've been busy guy. I know there's been a lot going on, but the Packers are the number one seed. And, you know, there's only one of those. There's only one one seed. There's only one bye. The Green Bay Packers have done it. They've wrapped it up. They only have to play two more games, and then they're in the Super Bowl. 
Aaron Rodgers has been talking for a long time about the need to get one of these NFC Championship games in Lambeau Field. And now, of course, the one year where there are probably not going to be any fans, Packers are a game away from a home NFC Championship game. Kind of bittersweet, but I'll take it. Bittersweet. I'll take it. Bittersweet for sure. Um, The other big piece of news, of course, this broke yesterday, broken by Tom Silverstein. I can't imagine (laughs) who his source was. But uh, Leroy Butler, a finalist. For the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame, I got to say congrats so to Leroy, second year in a row. Yes. It is patently yes. absurd. We have talked about it on this program many times. It is patently absurd that he is not in already. It's uh, downright laughable that we have to have this conversation year after year after year. Hopefully, I know last year was somewhat kind of not upsetting, but like to see Atwater go in before Butler, I wasn't a fan yeah. of it. I know you weren't a fan of it. It's patently absurd on its face. I encourage any stragglers out there who are thinking, oh, well, I don't really know if Butler's a Hall of Famer or not, to check out the video that we did last time we came down on this subject. It is up on our YouTube page, why Leroy Butler deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Like I said, should be in a, should have been in a long time ago. But congratulations to him. Very excited. We'll find out later this month whether he gets in or not. Um, hopefully. We don't want to take this too many times of him having to be a finalist Hopefully. and not get that knock on the door. A little depressing. Well, and Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson's a finalist. We don't he is, but you know, he's a first ballot guy. We always knew that was going to happen. Like, that's not, it's not news. Like, that was always going to happen. I mean, like we were saying on the Patreon happy hour yesterday, it, it, to me, it's like they both are completely – they both are completely separate human beings, as we all know. Right. Okay. They both have nothing to do with each other. They were in different eras. Okay. So let that be known. However, and Charles Woodson, one, one, one million percent deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. They both do. But it, to me, it would be a little bit sad for me personally if Charles gets in right. and Leroy doesn't get in. I hear you. That's just a personal thing. It doesn't, it, it, you know. Like, I know. I, I, I just hope the Hall. I, I just hey, they just need to make it happen because that '96 team does not get a lot of love, and that whole well, '90s team does not get the love that it deserves. It's great of general. all the teams that dominated throughout the '90s, whether it, you know the Bills or the Cowboys or the the Niners. All those teams have more Hall of Famers in them than the '96 Packers team, which is kind of nuts to me. Yep. Like I understand Favre and Reggie were, are you know were gods among men, but none of that happens without Leroy on the defensive side of the ball. He was that good. Yeah. And I think a lot of the young cats who follow us these days don't really appreciate how good Leroy Butler was and how he opened everything up for most, if not all, the safeties who came after him as far as his position versatility. Don't ever forget, he started as a corner. You know, Hell, you want to go way back. Kid couldn't even walk. They didn't think he could ever yeah. walk when he was little. Not only did he walk, he ended up being a Super Bowl champion, and he should be a pro football Hall of Famer. Oh, I like it. People are talking about how this is going to be outdated in a month. I mean, get it now. Collector's items available in the Cheesehead TV now, shop. Yeah. It's going uh, to be a collector's item, all, baby. You know, that's why I wore also, it. Also, Green Bay Tropical. Green Bay Tropical. We made Green Bay Tropical for days like today. For days so, like uh, today. It's gorgeous out. It's Green Bay Definitely Tropical weather. So Gorgeous you know. out. 
Um, all right, I got so a we, plan. I got a plan in two weeks for weather report too, Nagler. You, wait, I haven't even told you about wait, this. You but I got a, I got a, I got a plan. You have yep, a, I got a wait, plan for wait, weather report. Sir, sir, this is Cheesehead TV. <laughs> we don't plan. Come on. We're gonna have a. We're gonna try to have an ISO camera for weather report so people can really feel the weather in Green Bay. It's gonna be good. <laughs> You're throwing me for a loop here. Wait, plans. I, I don't understand what's going on. I know. On. I'm up. I know. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's get back on script. Let's talk about the offense, shall we? Because there is a lot to talk about. The Packers, I mean, okay, you can go anywhere on the Internet and read about how awesome this offense is, right? I mean, all the records they're breaking, the efficiency stuff, the points, their job in the red zone, uh, third down conversions, all of it's amazing. Um, It is interesting, and especially with the years that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have had, it just feels like, and then after you want to talk about those two, then you talk about Aaron Jones and blah, blah. Like, it just feels like Robert Tunyon, isn't getting near the love he deserves. And I understand there's only so much to go around as far as oxygen and the blogosphere, but this cat literally just tied Paul Kaufman's record for most touchdown receptions for a Packers tight end in a single season with 11. Mm. And as I pointed out on Twitter, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't underthrow him twice in a couple other games, he probably breaks that record outright. But, uh, and not just that, his overall level of play has been outstanding. You know, no one's ever going to, you know, maybe confuse him with Big Dog in the blocking department, but his blocking has improved greatly. His route running has really improved. His feel for defenses as far as reading them off the line of scrimmage and knowing what kind of zone he's going to be presented with and where to sit down in that zone or if he's got man, how to set a guy up, it has really come on. And on top of all of that, he takes no shit from any defensive player, and I love that. So I just needed to give the guy a shout-out because it really feels like he's a bit underappreciated considering his level of play this year. I mean, he's definitely not underappreciated at Cheesehead TV. We literally named Packerman after him. That's true. Packerman has a new name. For those of you that don't know, Packerman has a new name. His name? Lil Tun. Lil Tun. Lil Tun. Lil Tun. Lil Tun. Got a little so, tongue. you know, we don't we 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 appreciate us uh, some some Robert Tunyon some little uh, ton. up in this piece. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um all right, next up on the offensive side of the ball, lots of hand wringing last week, lots of consternation late in the week because of the injury to David Bakhtiari. And the Packers came out with I think what most people expected them to do at the tackle spot, moving Billy Turner over there. And I gotta say, Turner and Wagner, they were up to the task. And it wasn't always pretty. Uh, sometimes they were definitely helped out by Aaron Rodgers, the offensive design, the quick release, getting the ball out of his hand, no doubt about it. But for the most part, they held up pretty darn well. Uh, I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit here and tell you it was a flawless performance by any stretch of the imagination, but they held up pretty darn well. And if they can just give the Packers that for the next three games, they're coming home with Lombardi. And that's fine by me. I mean, there's one, there's one very, very important thing that has to stay in order for that to happen and it goes back to what we kind of come around to and I know I'm the biggest fanboy of this but it's <laughs> one Corey Lindsley being the anchor oh, of yeah. that offensive line oh, yeah. so it's one thing when Corey Lindsley comes out Elton Jenkins comes in you still got back Tiari on the left tackle side okay right, right. it's another thing if you pull Lindsley out of this now ho oh, 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 you got a house of cards the domino effect right so right. it's not good so you know I think Really, this is going to be the time. I actually said this on the. I, I said this. 
I said this on the uh, show this morning, uh, Nagler. You'd be proud of me. I think this is going to be the <laughs> time the brand. where right, I like it. <laughs> well, no, I just think that this is this is going to be the time where you really are going to appreciate Corey Lindsley. I and hope I so. wonder if I wonder if I know this is a little bit uh, talking about the sausage being made, but in the cap area and everything mm-hmm. else i mean mm-hmm. you need lindsley for this like you you keep lindsley you keep all the pieces together and you still can mix and match and you have elton jenkins who can move around i know everybody says oh they're just grooming elton jenkins for center but it's like i'm not so sure that you can get out of this i'm not so sure that's the truth but i do think you know they drafted three guys day three in the last draft in the you know with the idea of cory lindsley moving on being an eventuality um, I will say, though, you never really know what Russ Ball and Brian Gutekunst are cooking up. I didn't think they'd get Bakhtiari done, and they got that done. So I guess anything's possible. I do think it's going to be awfully difficult to start paying everybody what they're worth. I mean, you start paying Lindsley, all of a sudden you turn around next year and Devontae's up, and oh boy, now you're handing out some monster contracts. One after the other. If they don't, if they don't pay Devontae, that's oh, my point. Man, like you gotta, at some point, you gotta pay Devontae. You can't pay everybody. Anyway, why did we but go down this road? Of, We're talking about I'm sorry. the offense, Banky. We'll get to the offseason yeah. later. Well, yeah, I'm talking about the offensive line. I know. Hello. I feel you. I feel you. No, you're right. You're right. It's part of the you game. You know, I do think Turner game. should get, get a little bit. I do agree. Turner should get some love because he kind of doesn't get as much love. In the in the like a lot of people like even this morning they were kind of like bitching about Turner and I'm like Turner did pretty well Dude. Wagner held up there were problems I think people are know. just predisposed to a bag on Turner because of stuff they've seen in the past but b it's like yes was he beat on occasion in that game on Sunday yeah those are some really good pass rushers he was going against and in some scenarios yes they are going to win they are paid as well is he David Bakhtiari no. Is he serviceable, and can they win with him? Absolutely. And look, I've said it a couple times on Daily. I've said it a couple times on this show. I was, you know, right out in front of everybody saying, why in the world is Brian Gutekunst making his very first phone call? Literally, and this is true. Rob Domoski reported this. The second the legal tampering period opened up a couple years ago when uh, Turner became a free agent, that was literally their first call. And they paid him money on that first day. And I was like, who's lining up to call this guy? Why are we throwing all this money at him? And like, I understood like position versatility, but I thought they overpaid, and I was dead wrong. He has absolutely answered the call at tackle. He has saved their bacon on more than one occasion. He has absolutely earned that contract, without question. I don't think, I don't think there's any question there. Um, and finally, I don't either. Offensive, final offensive thing I want to talk about is the play clock. The play clock, Banky, the play clock. As you know, Lil Tun, Lil Tun has uh, received more than one thrashing at the hands of myself because Aaron and or Coach LaFleur can't get their shit together and get the ball off, and they have to take the penalty. It, I think the worst part is all – the worst offense is always when it comes out of a timeout. Like, that's when I really lose my mind. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I did find this int- this little this little bit from Aaron yesterday on the Pat McAfee show a bit interesting. Is like he seems completely oblivious, and I don't know why I'm surprised because he said this little anecdote about how <laughs> how Lafleur is always on the sideline. I told you this in week going, three. Going, that I don't think. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And, about that. and Tim Boyle is literally like the cool down guy, going, "No, no, he's got it. He's got. It. Don't worry. Don't call the timeout. Don't call the timeout." I love this idea. <laughs> I love this image. Um, but so then Aaron was like, 
sounded incredulous about it. Like, let's play this clip, Al, because I thought I thought this was great. If you're a fan of the Packers, you got to be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then you get yes. past it. You're like, now Aaron's gonna figure this, it out. He'll figure so it out. More, you really feel like yourself and a bunch of the Packer Nation out there are more like Lafleur, like. Oh my God, oh my God, is he going to get it off? Time out, time out, time out. Yes, Aaron, that's exactly what we're like. That the whole life, the world. I got, yes, yes. I got, I got faith. I got faith. I'm, 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 the, I'm the faith guy. I mean, what happens mm-hmm. when TBLS actually says don't call the timeout and then like they get a penalty? Is like it on exactly. TBLS or is it on I Aaron? know, right? That's Who's to I'm blame like. there? It's like oh, QB1's God. like, oh, yeah, TBLS, he's my buffer. Like, yeah, he oh, totally is. Up, it's his fault. It's his he fault. Should have, he should have told you he to call the timeout. He should have told you to take the timeout. Exactly. <laughs> it's, Rogers has got it set up beautifully. He never has to so worry classic. about it. Yeah, it's never going to be his fault. But, so why would you care? But let me why just address to camera because I know Aaron is watching. He's a big fan of Cheesehead TV and Packer Transplants, even though he always refuses to come on the show. Aaron, yes, that's exactly what we're like. Everybody. Corey like, tries to downplay it, but him too. All right. I just had to get that out there, uh, you know, because that's what it's like. Should we talk about the defense? I mean, I, I, no? se- I separate the two things, so I, and I think you do too, where it's like you've got the bucket where you go down to zero, right? But then you have this other bucket we've talked about of like, do we, if, could we, if we wanted to have a hurry-up offense, is that possible? Do we have that capability? And no one knows the answer to that question. So. <laughs> I know they're separate, but I kind of feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Because, like, do we have the ability to go quick? Do we have the ability? You know, he was even saying in that whole uh, conversation where he's like, you know, by the time you're kind of out of the huddle, you're at 20 seconds. But he was saying 20 seconds, like, that's not a lot of time. Then he's got to take the 10 seconds to, like, see the thing. And now I think because of COVID, I think he's found a secret weapon. And that secret weapon is the lack of crowd noise. Okay. Oh, on the away games, what I, no doubt. What I got from him so much was him being able to hear people. You you kind of heard a little bit about it this season, but him him having that like sixth sense of like what's happening because you can hear everything and you get you digest all of the sounds of the game. It's incredible. Um, and it, I wonder like I wonder what the takeaways are going to be after this because like this will be the only time probably that they play with these kind of conditions so it's really fascinating to see some of the some of the things that come out of this well it's funny because we were just talking about turner and wagner that's a big boon to them as well if now because now they're going to be at home for the rest of the the year but on the road in chicago in that environment under normal circumstances with khalil mack across from you on third and long that's a nightmare yo and that was completely gone for this game on sunday and you talk to any guy who plays that position on the road, having to turn your head in against a guy like Mac, terror, you know. But the idea that there's no, you know, noise, and you can be head up, and you don't have to look in, and you can get your pass set off. I will say it was so funny watching the coaches tape. Turner got away with so many false starts. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> like Why? he he jumped early. I I want to say at least ten times. At least ten times. Wow. I mean, but I'll take. I'm not complaining. Well, they got. I'm they not got complaining. Away with the fall, they got away with a. Big oh, they got away with start. a huge uh, one on fourth away. down. That's why I'm not complaining. But it was noticeable. It was kind of. Fun. It was kind of funny. If I was a Bears fan, I'd be like, "That's funny." Because this, it was great. Uh, all right, let's talk about the defense because hey, they defense. play too, and we love them. And Corey, no one loves his defense more than you. Uh, Woo! Ninth, ninth overall, baby. <laughs> Gotta love it. Hey, can you believe it? We, they achieved no top ten. It. They achieved top it. ten. 
we for the come, first time in a decade. Remember way back this summer? Nine years. The, the, the mantra was just get, like, a, if, if they can just have a top 10 defense, they've got a chance. Well, guess what? They got a top 10 defense. Um, and uh, big, I, I, I also would I also said top 15, but but let's slip here. But I'm just saying that's true. Um, you can win I, a Super Bowl with the top 15. I, I will say this. The most under we're talking underappreciated guys, because look, like I said, there's like the headlines about Jair. And we all know that, uh, you know, uh, Z, what Z does, what Gary's been doing. I, I want to give Adrian Amos some more love. And I know we talked about him earlier this year. I just cannot emphasize enough how underappreciated this guy is. Um, I know he didn't make a Pro Bowl. He probably won't be named an All-Pro outright, although I do know he was named a PFF's All-Pro team, but the history of the league is littered with guys who were named a PFF's All-Pro team and didn't make All-Pro. Uh, he's so good. He's so, he's so much better than I expected him to be. Like, when they signed him, I thought, okay, great, stable aspect part of their defense. I didn't expect playmaking ability. I didn't expect his explosiveness, his kind of multifaceted ability on the back end of this defense as far as being able to play him anywhere. Like, they've used him up towards the line of scrimmage in kind of the rover role. They've used him as a, as a free safety at times. He's been everywhere, and he's absolutely delivered, especially in the last month of the season. But if you go back to that second Vikings game, which was probably a low point, for this defense, this and the mm. that and the mm-hmm. Colts game, but he was the one guy who came to play. He that was, afternoon. he was the one yeah. guy, and he has been the one guy outside of Jair who has been absolutely rock solid, playing high level football week in and week out all season long. Now it's the end of the year. Give this guy his due because, like I said, I expected solid. I didn't expect spectacular, and that's what he's been giving him, no doubt. Well, and you got to imagine that he makes Darnell Savage a better player, just no in general. Like, absolutely, uh, and How that's what's not? really exciting is that you have a guy like that who's making the guy that you drafted like that much better. Exactly. You see Savage starting to get more interceptions as the season goes on. That's not a fluke. I don't think that's fluky now that you've seen this happen yep. consistently in the last two weeks. Very much agree. Well, and it helps the marriage of the pass rush started to kind of like be more consistent. That always helps. And I think guys are just playing with more confidence. You see the number of times that in the last two or three games where the defensive backs see the quarterback and they know there's a timing mechanism here now because the rush does kind of coalesce and get around the court. The quarterback rises to fire. You see guys like just plant their back foot and fire towards whoever the intended receiver is. You saw the one with Kevin King nearly intercepted. Um, you saw Sullivan, Amos, a bunch of pass breakups. These guys are playing with confidence and without hesitation, and that's exactly what you need back there. So, yeah, shout-out to Amos. Having a great year. Uh, next up, how exciting was it to watch snacks? I know you've probably gone back and broken down all 12 snaps because that's what you do. But uh, 12, He had 12? 12 I snaps. Thought he, I, I didn't even realize he had 12. Six okay. against that's the good. run, that's six good. against the pass, the the – the snaps against the run were definitely more dynamic, but I'm just so excited. I'm excited for the fact that he was in the building on a Wednesday, played a game on Sunday, and now has, like, what, two weeks to acclimate, get ready, and be a, a major part of the defense rather than just kind of thrown in there. I'm telling you, man, the, the his ability to reset the line of scrimmage is just we haven't seen it in Green Bay in a long time, and he is going to make Kenny Clark's life easier. 
he is going to yeah. if, if for no other reason than Kenny Clark doesn't have to play 85% of the snaps. If for no yeah. other reason. But, oh, I, I'm so excited. And we're going to see more and more of it. They're going to play three more games. He's going to be part of them winning a Lombardi trophy. I am excited about it. Excited you know who the it. most excited person is, though, oh, about boy. snacks? Who's Let's that? just be honest, okay? Oh, no. One Brian Gutenkunst, okay? He is the most He's excited. He's been trying, the man, man. has been trying to get snacks to Green <laughs> Bay. On the roster forever. <laughs> it feels like a decade, and he hasn't even been here a decade. Nope. It just feels like, oh, snacks is coming. No, no, no he's no. not. Uh, oh, snacks. Okay, snacks. And then all uh, of a sudden no. he gets them. No. He gets them on the waiver wire, which is just crazy yeah, to me. Like crazy. I, I, well, the whole, the whole thing in like, Seattle is weird because, work? like, he literally <laughs> had a, a a visit with Seattle, and then he had a visit lined up with Green Bay after his visit with Seattle. But he chose to sign with Seattle, but then asked to be released because he wasn't playing enough. Like, didn't you talk with Seattle about how much you were going to play when you had the meeting with Seattle? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not hating on it because he's here now, but like. That whole episode you know, is just he, weird. He like he probably like the rest of the national media thought that Russell Wilson was going to win the MVP and the Seahawks he wanted would to be go in a better play. place. Yeah, and then exactly. he realized, right. right? I feel you. He realized that no, no, no. Aaron Rodgers. Is I chose be the, the wrong horse. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yep. I feel you. All right. Um, he literally switched horses midstream. He did. Think about it. A, a, a thousand percent. Um, all right. And then, okay, we've been talking a lot of, a lot of praise, a lot of uh, greatness, a lot we're all excited about a lot. But can we just – I got I to gotta, I gotta pick one hit. I got to oh, do it, Banky. Gots to oh, do dear. it. Only one. Only one. Only one. Hey, I think it. I'm improving. Thank you very much. Here, here's, here's, here's the thing. All right, if it's third and three, don't play seven yards off yes. if you're a corner. That's just me. That's just something I'm into. And what's funny is I asked Mike Pettin about it this afternoon, and you can tell he's been waiting for this question because I asked him. Uh, my only question was, is that because, you know, Coach talked about it earlier this week. I said, is that baked into the call, or is that the choice for the defensive back, for the corner? And I, Mike went on. For, I'm not exaggerating. Almost like three, four minutes in his answer. Like, wow. He, like – he was ready for that. I don't know. Oh, speaking of, like I said, Coach brought this up unprompted on Monday. Um, let, let's roll this clip because this is, uh, this is Coach. I think he was asked a very general question about his defense and how they've been playing better, et cetera. He brought the, Coach brought this up unprompted. Roll it. Um, you know, there are some times where I, I think we can be a little bit more aggressive in, just tr- in terms of our mentality. Uh, you know, some of those third downs, the fourth down conversion yesterday, third and short, I, I want us to get up in, in people's faces and challenge them because I think we got the people that can get that done, especially when you look at our, our corner situation. I feel like it's as good as anybody in the National Football League, and those guys got to be uh, confident that they can go up there and impress people and, and make it more difficult on the offense. Um, and there's been times where – there's one in particular, I think it was like a third and five or whatever, we're playing way off, and it's just an easy pitch and catch out there to convert a first down. So um, there, there's definitely room for improvement, but I think all in all our defense has been getting better each and every week. So, you know, it's all well and good, but here's my question. You're the head so what is coach. it, though? Wait, wait. But what? It, okay, so 
So I, I get you. So my takeaway from that is that's coach being mad about it. That's about as mad as <laughs> that's he about as mad as he's like. ever going to show to the us. media. Yeah, yep, yep. That's like him basically yep. being like, yeah, I'm mad about it. Yep. Okay. Yep. But but I still don't. Here's what I'm confused about. So what is what are so what did Mike Pettin say? So Mike Pettin said it's on the cornerbacks or it's no, on the secondary well, that's to my decide thing. how like, to much to play. What's so funny is I said on daily I was going to ask coach about it, and someone in the chat was like, "You know he's going to say it's situational and punt," which is exactly what he did. It was like. Um, you know, it really depends on the opponent and the situation we're in. And the guys have the green light to do it on occasion, but it really depends on what coverage it is. And we don't want to always play the same type of coverage because then teams are going to take advantage of it, which is all well and good and very true. And I get yeah. that. But at the same time, what is your identity? Like, it sounds like Lafleur is talking about wanting a more aggressive identity. You, Corey, you sat next to me all Sunday afternoon. I'm always talking – dictate to the offense. It feels like the defense under Pettin is always content to let the offense dictate and react to it, which is, hey, you can't argue with the results, right? They've won a lot of games now, and they've they've held opponents to, what, 16, 13, 16, whatever, for a number of weeks. So uh, clearly it's working. Um, Andy Herman had the, had the great analogy of the Bears on offense trying to paper cut the Packers to death, you know? To me, the saving grace for this defense right now is the improvement in the red zone. Because last year, they were excellent in the red mm -hmm. zone. The beginning of the season, they were pretty bad in the red zone. And they've really improved as the year goes on, the second half of the year especially. It's, that has really improved. So it's all well and good if you want to paper cut the Packers to death down the field. But you better deliver in the red zone because you're not going to win against Aaron Rodgers in this offense kicking field goals. So I get it's like frustrating in the moment. Like I get out of hand. I understand. It's just, it seems like a disconnect though. If the head coach is saying we want to, I want them to be aggressive and up at the line of scrimmage. And I know we got the guys that can do it. And that's the other thing. I think Kevin can do it. I think Kevin's a great press guy. Have him go press. I don't know. That, that, that's just me. I that's mean, in Madden, don't too. you just press the down button in Madden when you want to do press coverage. <laughs> so can't like, can't like Patton make can't it as Patton part of his press call. The down He's button? Like, is that what you're saying? Like, um, no, like in the headset, he's like, guys, I'm pressing the down button here. Remember, we're third and three. Well, and, you know, quite the other easy. thing I'm going to say about about red zone stops, uh, just want to remind everybody about that uh, Jimmy Graham not getting in. Oh, my God. Zone. How beautiful. How gorgeous. How wonderful was that? Especially after all his nonsense Graham. this offseason after he signed with the Bears. Talking I'm about, going to the best team. I'm going to I'm a going team, to that's the team that's really interested Bowl. in winning championships. <laughs> real, 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 really. <laughs> that's oh. adorable. Oh Jimmy, my Graham. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. You're adorable. Here's the other part. You're funny. I love that everyone remembers. The one play everyone remembers from that game when it comes to Jimmy Graham is him not getting in the end zone. That's it. That's the one play. You know why? Because he didn't make any other Love plays. It. Wait, Al, I'm sorry. Did you say Love something? Love it. Did you say something in my headphone? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. It sounds like we might have, uh, we might have a caller. Do we take callers oh, on we this have a show? Caller? We're taking callers. Thank you. Do we, that. do we take callers on this show? Who is know. it? Let's do it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm not so sure we should. Uh, Okay, let's find out who it is. Let's, I don't know. Al, okay. why, don't you, why don't you throw it up? See, see who's joining us right now. Oh, hey! Oh, it's Matt LaFleur! The head crap. coach of the Green Bay Packers! What's going on, buddy? Whoa, he, 
Matt, what's up? Holy crap. I know, I was, I was waving at you earlier, Corey. You didn't see me. <laughs> oh, you, you've man. Been, are those totally receiver gloves it. you got on? Yeah. You those like that? sweet, man. I'm ready for you. <laughs> I love I'm ready it. for those you, Coach. sweet. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> my kid my kid has the same pair. <laughs> I, I love these. Okay, uh, not, Matt, I love, I, love, I love that you went right to the receiver gloves because can I tell you something? Corey has been ridiculed many times, but openly once, by members of the Green Bay media for his, uh, his choice of wearing receiver gloves. So that is why he now wears them every single show. That's why I wear them. They're a badge it. of honor, Coach. Just to spite the media. Yeah, I need what... to start doing more of that. <laughs> Oh, so wait, wait, hey, wait. Uh, were your ears burning? Because we were literally just talking about you. I don't know. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, good. Thank God. Well, <laughs> well, okay. Well, since you're here, we were just talking about something you brought up on Monday. Let's just dive. We're going to get right into football, and we'll talk about other stuff in a little bit. But, um, okay, so Monday, you, I, I'm, it's kind of surreal you're here right after we just played a video of you. But, so, on Monday, you unprompted, I might add, you weren't asked about it. You mentioned the soft coverage on third and short, something that has maybe, you know, caused some yelling from myself during the games. <laughs> I, don't, I may have, I may have expressed displeasure once or twice. But to hear you bring it up unprompted, I just got to ask this because this is, this is how I live. It's week 17, Coach. Why, what, how, what, you know, you're talking about wanting them to be aggressive and wanting them to be up there in the face of the receivers. Did you talk to Mike about this, say, back in August, or what, what's going on? No, we, we do everything retroactively. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, no, yeah, it's something that we're always talking about. But, you know, certainly, especially with – I think you, you really got to stress – situational ball to your guys and understanding, you know, what the offense is trying to do in a third down and short or whatever the situation may be. They're just trying to move the sticks. And the more we get up in their face and challenge those guys, uh, it just makes life harder on them. So, so there's, there's, there's definitely things that we can do with our calls to just to help our guys out and just take, I always think from a coaching perspective, you've got to eliminate the gray for your players. And if you call a certain call on first and 10 versus let's say it's second and 20 or third and three, how you play that call has to be different. And so there, there are words that you can put in there to, to just help eliminate some of that, that thought process for your guys. I mean, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Situa- you're you're singing Corey's song right there. I love it. Situational football. football. Hey, hey, you know, because Coach surprised us, and thank you, Coach, for doing this. I just want to say congratulations on being the best team in the NFC. We are all very proud of everything you've been doing, and I know you probably don't hear that a lot because you have to deal with people like Nagler and the media too much. But um, <laughs> it's greatly appreciated around Green Bay. So I, I, it's pretty amazing. Well, I appreciate that, Corey. But as we all know, I mean, that that only got us to this point. And, you know, there's a lot more out there in front of us. And I'm, I'm certain that, again, I've said it a million times, but it, it is the truth. Only one team's happy at the end of the year. Unless you're the, that, that team that's standing up there on that stage hoisting that trophy, then, uh, you know, then it's all for naught.
All right, let's let's since Corey brought it up. Let's talk some shit about the media. Okay, now here's my question. Um, <laughs> if, Can I swear on here too, or is Waller just gonna slap slap you, me on the wrist? Sir, you are not under Green Bay Packers protocol right now. You are in Cheesehead TV. You are you are free to say whatever the yeah, fuck you want. Yeah, it's only on YouTube. Whatever the fuck you want. Um, so here here's my question. Well, my wife my wife would smack me though. I don't, oh, right, I don't know if fair, I want that. Fair yeah. enough. Hey man, we all got to live by a code. I get you. Um, all right, so here's the thing. When you get on the Zoom thing, wait, where are you right now? Are you in your office? Because this is where you I do am. your okay, – this is your Monday Zoom look, so I, I assume that's yeah. your office, right? I like so, it. So when you set up and you do your Zoom and Sarah says, okay, next up is so – or next up we have so-and-so, how many of them are there? I don't need names, but how many of them are there where you're internally going, oh, shit? Just one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know exactly who that uh, there is. You go, there you go. There you go. There it is. Right. Um, you know, I, coach, I left that one uh, wide open. I wish I could have a beer at Co- work. That'd be a hell of a deal. It's not bad, right? It's not bad. You yeah, should come go to the batting gator. Hey, when you coach, when you've retired and you got a bunch of rings, you can come be a, an analyst for Cheesehead TV. You can drink beer <laughs> as much you as you go. want. There I'd you love go. to. There you go. Game on. I'm drinking Gatorade, FYI. So I'm 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 in the spirit of the Green Bay Packers. I am not, Coach. Uh, so so I found out this stat that I was actually like blown away by because you know we Aaron and I grew up with '90s Brett Favre football, and Brett Favre was like really good at getting it to like every receiver on the team that you never heard of. And I saw this stat that you had 11 receivers catch a touchdown this season, which is a record. And I just wanted to ask you. What do you attribute to your about your offense that makes it so that multiple guys get the ball? Well, I, I just think for the for the most part, a lot of our concepts are pure progressions where you start on one side of the field and you work it all the way across. And you know, if the pocket allows you, and if if our quarterback does a great job, which he has all year long, of progressing through, and and it's his. I don't want to make it as sound as simple as thrown to the open guy, but um, because it's never that simple, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes on and that goes into it, but just, you know, following that progression and trying to read it as true as you can within the timing of the play. And, you know, we're thankful that number one, we have a great offense line and, and it's, I think it's pretty evident throughout the course of the season, no matter who's been in there, they've done a great job. And then, just Aaron's it's playing at MVP level and um, there's nobody playing better than him. And just his ability to progress through is what kind of allows things like that to happen. Speaking of your quarterback, uh, he brought up an interesting subject yesterday on the Pat McAfee program. I don't know if you're familiar or if you tune in. I'm sure you're an art supporter <laughs> of Pat McAfee and everything he does. But uh, he was talking about bringing the play clock down to zero. And he kind of broke the news. I wasn't aware of this. I love this image, though, that Boyle is kind of the get-back man when it comes to you wanting to call a timeout when he's taking it close to zero. And Boyle's the one going, no, 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 let him go, let him go. He's got it, he's got it, he's got it. Has, has, first of all, has Tim Boyle ever missed it? Like, has Boyle ever said, no, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it, and then you get a delay a game? Uh, that may or may not have happened. <laughs> I think that was a, a flair for the dramatic right there. Oh, it's never all right. like that. A bit embellished. But earlier in the season, if you remember right, uh, right, we were playing Detroit, 
And I called the timeout, <laughs> and they were in a cover zero situation. And Aaron, I, I he was still a don't hot. know how. He, oh yeah, a little hot. <laughs> I still don't know how he was able to get the communication out in such a short period of time, as well as getting the ball snapped. It was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. So since that time, I was like, you know what? I gotta trust. I gotta trust this guy's gonna get it get it done. And again, he he did it. You know, the other night versus Chicago, and just that was uh, it was pretty remarkable just how fast he thinks and how fast he can communicate in order to get that that out, and then to beat the blitz with the throw on a vertical route. I and mean, it's it's pretty special. I mean, it's nothing I haven't done in Madden, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when you don't have a uh, two hundred and ninety pounders trying to. You know, break in too, Matt. You don't. You know my setup is. You don't know what VR I'm in. You know, it's. I understand that it's, it's, it's tough. Um, but looking, we're talking to Matt Lafleur, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. In case anybody needs to reset here, um, Matt, you're an absolute legend for taking a few minutes with us. Are you going to be? How are you going to be watching the games this weekend? I know, like you, you aren't going to be breaking it down with a, a an eye of a coach probably but does that is it impossible not to at some points like you're watching the game and you just start thinking oh gosh if they run this coverage we're gonna have to do that or or are you able to detach yourself that way no I think you you watch it a little bit differently if you know that you have a potential plan somebody because there's some things that happen that you don't always see on the coach's tape whether it's how people react in, in certain situations um and, and so you, you try to take note of everything, especially when you know that you're going to be playing one of these teams this weekend. No doubt about it. Is there anybody you're hoping to see? I know you can't answer that. Don't worry about it. I'm just kidding. I absolutely cannot answer that. <laughs> oh, you know, but that yeah, suggests I, there is somebody. I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to. That's bulletin board material. Don't I, worry. I'm, I'm sure Coach, that, you know nobody watches this show. Come on. You, it's, Come it's, on. It's, nobody watches. It's all right. It's fine. No, I'm kidding. Um, my, wife's, my wife's trying to call in right now, I think. <laughs> no. Well, tell her we say hi. We'll let, we'll let you go. You, you're a very busy man, and you're an absolute <laughs> legend for taking even a few minutes with us. Matt LaFleur. Corey, you got anything else for Coach before we let him go? No, Coach, man, good luck. Out of here good quick. luck. Well, we, I don't no, know. Yeah, you're saying you, you got to go. Got you can hang do. out you if got, you want. You got things to do. You're a busy man, you, you know? Got, I thought you got you rings a to get. More, uh, fastballs for me. Oh, I mean, Co- you want the heat? I'll bring you the heat. I mean, I I got no problem. <laughs> well, I, well, I will say this, though. I will say. I will say. You have a much better temperament than your predecessor when it comes to questions that maybe some people might deem, I don't know, aggressive. I don't know, uh, less than complimentary. Um, so I appreciate that. I will say that. Like, the the, the fact that I can ask you about – things that maybe didn't go so well in the previous game. You have never, ever, not even once, like, I don't know, like raised your voice or like, is that practiced? Is that like something you were ready for? You knew one day I'm going to be a head coach and I got to be able to be even keeled? Because I have no idea how you do it. Because I would tell me to fuck off. Like, neither do multiple I. Times. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. I know I can be an asshole, but I only say oh, what's out it. there, man. I'm always talking about what I see. You know, I'm not lying. That's the other. I don't. I think you'd say I'm fair, though. Come on. It's fair. I think so. Absolutely. Right. Actually, this media, this media market has been more than fair, I would say. 
There you go. See, I love how he won't expound on that. Like, he'll just leave it there. That's good. No, I like that. That's good. All right, we'll let we'll oh, let you get a few words. We'll let we'll let you get out of here. Yeah, great. <laughs> that makes for compelling content. Let me tell you, Coach. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking Coach. Good just luck. A few minutes. Good luck. Let's I make it happen. It, guys. Let's bring it home. You all take care. Enjoy the enjoy that beer. I, oh, always. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> what, what are you drinking there? Oh, what am I? It's a it's a New York beer. Here, I got a, I got a can right here. It's uh, the Five Boroughs Brewing, Sir Pilsner. I got to keep it light okay. for, for the show, you know. After the yeah, right, he's got to keep that ABV down, otherwise he gets a little crazy. So, when I get help, you know. Corey literally started started like reprimanding me because we were doing because you know we do watch parties where we watch the game and people watch us watch the game. I know that sounds insane, but they do. And earlier How many in the people watch you watch the game. Last game it was like twenty thousand, like like twenty thousand total. I mean, a little over twenty thousand. It was a little nuts. Um. But it was a big game, you know, end of the year. But so, but the beginning of the year, like you guys are scoring all these points and everything's great. By third, fourth quarter, I'm like, I'm just gone. So, at, like, it was been like, I want to say like week three or four, Corey was like, all right, Aaron, you need to like dial it down earlier in the game. You got to mix in some water. So, like, by the fourth quarter, you're not completely just lost. So, I. Isn't you know, there water and beer? Yeah. You know. You know yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all That's about the. Yeah. That's what it's I said. About the, <laughs> it's the ABV content. You just got to keep it down, you know? As long as you keep it down, it's okay. Wait, Coach. Um, so there's all this, obviously, big thing. Obviously, the entire narrative of this season is about COVID. And we didn't want to ask you about it. And I'm not going to ask you about it now. But I will say, when COVID is under control, because I'm not going to say it's over, because who knows when it's over. But say next year, down the line, when it is under control and we're in a different environment than we are now, we have got to get you over to Corey's house to do one of these. Like, I don't care if it's, like, during the season. I don't care if it's preseason, the summer, I, like, OTAs, whatever. we got to get you over to Corey's house. To summer's, summer's the best time, as long as you can have an ice cold beer for me. Oh, of course. That's oh, why, definitely. That's what, that's you have what, your choice. You, you got a choice out, of over you 80 guys, beers. You guys would probably, probably want me uh, those – High alcoholic beers, so I could really get yeah, definitely. See you get going. Uh, well, we, definitely. You know, we'll give you those yeah, off. Yeah, definitely. Once we stop rolling, we would never put you yeah, in a bad yeah. situation. We're, you know what they say, Coach. You want to put your players in a position to succeed. We want to put you yep. in a position to succeed, Coach. That's what we're all. I about. appreciate that, guys. No, no problem. So that'll happen hopefully next year sometime. Matt, truly, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time with us today. Really, appreciate no, no it. problem. And you guys uh, be good. I appreciate your support. Hey. That's why we're here, man. And uh, go kick whoever's ass in two weeks. Please. What's the plan? All right. Matt LaFleur, All right. head coach of the Green Bay Packers, joining us here on Cheesehead TV. Matt, thank you so much. Have a great night, buddy. See you guys. Matt LaFleur is awesome. <laughs> All right. Take care. Well, there you go. Matt LaFleur joining us on Cheesehead TV. Corey? He got to see his, he got he to got see to see his, his Matt LaFleur is awesome he got to see animation stinger. and laughed at it. That was great. I loved it. I loved it. He's great. He's Dude, amazing. That guy's the best. How is he How is he? who he is? It's just like he's I incredible. Know, right? <laughs> oh, 
I mean, I'm such a fanboy of the guy. He's just, he's an incredible coach. He's got an incredible demeanor. He handles people in such like, Like uh, perfectly. I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't give you stock answers. We actually said, we were like, Hey, coach is probably going to give us the answer. Mm -hmm. He's probably going to say this is situational football, but Mm -hmm. then he gives this like enlightening answer about it where I was like, that wasn't stock at all. And that's even this season, like watching press conferences after has been really fun because you just see, you just see what the media is. The media is getting gold out of this guy, gold. like all the time. It's yep. it's completely different than it than it used to be. That was kind of my point. All right, Corey, you ready? I'm ready. Let's right, do it. Let's do it. This week in the Packer That's right, it's this week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey Banky appearing on not one but two programs this week. Corey, what is what is the world coming to? My goodness. This week you own the Packer Blogosphere. I think they ran out of people to ask, so they finally asked me to do stuff. I don't, uh, know. No, I don't know what's going on. They couldn't get you, so they were like, ah, I can't get Nagler. No, so, that's you know. not true. That's not true. No, so, where were you? What, uh, what did you appear on? What, what was going on? BJ and the Bear this morning nice. uh, at 717. Um, very early. But you know what? Very it allowed early. me to look. It allowed me to look at this morning at – what can only be Mordor over Lambo is amazing. <laughs> uh, and it just, it just got me going all morning. It was so great. Um, those guys were great. They were fun. They, 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 they want to have me on again. So we'll see. Nice. Um, awesome. It's very early. They made this funny joke where they were like, they were like, yeah, we used to, <laughs> BJ was like, yeah, I used to, I used to like give Waller, I used to like always email Wallers and ask him to get an interview. And apparently, I don't know if it was Wallers or someone in PR. Right. And then eventually someone was like, you know that no player is going to get up between seven and eight in the morning, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be on like your show. never in a million <laughs> years. funny. It was so funny, but um, yeah, no, some people actually listened to it, uh, hit me up on Twitter. That was pretty awesome. It was fun. Um, and then uh, Cheeseheads B- uh, BR Brazil, nice. uh, that was actually really fun. I did two hours uh, with those guys, and uh, Tulio, who actually uh, gave us a super chat, he was on there. Um, there were some, some people that I've seen on here on there. Those guys were a lot of fun, really great questions. Luckily, I wasn't an idiot, and I could answer most of them. And, yeah, you know, I'll I, go back I and watch to make sure, that, but yeah, okay. You know, I admitted the fact that I didn't know who Dominic Daphne was until Sunday, and you know things think, like that. I think most um, Packer fans are with you on that one, though. I think that's it's most, okay. Most I, I'm okay yeah. being most. You know, I still can't get over though, Coach. I don't think I can ever take these gloves off. You realize this, right? Like, let's just like <sighs> stop for a second. That was pretty great. Like, did Coach just he, say he, he legit the gloves? He called was, out he your he receiver was gloves? He. Here's the thing. I feel like I feel like he thought he was digging me because his son wears them, but I'm actually even more proud that his kids wear these. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm down. Oh but uh, he was like, are those receiver gloves? That was amazing. That was coach is amazing. That was. Great. I'm sorry. Love I know him. we're talking about me, but I want to talk about coach. Um, yeah, he's amazing. It was great. It was great. Uh, the other aspect of the Packer blogosphere. I, Are I people wanna... surprised on the chat? By the way, I, I'm not I even looking know. at the chat well, right now. Were people after like you let surprised? It, after you let it out on um, the happy hour last the 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 uh, Patreon happy hour last night, 
But uh, I didn't let it out. You totally told everybody he was coming on. And so then I was like, okay. And then, like, I got lit. No, but I didn't, though. I just said You totally did, on. Banky. And then I got lit and went on Instagram. And at that point, I was like, fuck it. And then I was like, yeah, coach is coming out tomorrow. So I think some people knew, but I think most people in the chat didn't know. So it was fun. It's good times. I think it's cool that he was able to see the return. That's what I love yeah, the most because he was great. on Zoom. So he could kind of see us and like not just like talk to random dudes on a he phone. He legit cool. saw your receiver gloves. That was uh, That's why I said to Wallers, we got to have him on Zoom. Like last, and he said he said he waved to me, and I, I know, missed him. And you Nagler. missed him. I'm so upset. We need to have like a bat signal for coach, like where he can like bat signal me, and he can say bye. <laughs> oh I'm God. leaving. What's bye, so coach. see? What's so funny is that is absolutely a thousand percent possible. Like he could literally like flip a switch and have a light that hits yeah, like just, just put, like, at a the right spot, so yeah. you know coach is saying hi. You're leaving. We gotta okay. talk to Wallers about that. We gotta make that happen. Um, <sighs> gotta make that happen. So the Packer blogosphere. As it were, I'm not going to go crazy on this, but I do find it interesting that we got not one, but two articles this week uh, over at Packers Wire and Acme Packing Company regarding the selection of one Jordan Love in the NFL draft this past spring. And, uh, you know, both of them now suddenly saying it was a good selection. It was the right choice. It was a good thing to do. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, whatever. I will say, here at Cheesehead TV, our our stance remains the same. We don't know. It's premature. we got to let it play out. Like Nobody knows if it was good or bad. Yes, maybe our thinking can change in regards to, hmm, here are the circumstances. And now, oh, my God, they're 13-3. and three. They're the number one seed. And, oh, yeah, okay, maybe it makes sense to like look to the future and blah, blah, blah. I get that. But we can't say anything now that we couldn't say then in regards to whether it was the right move or a good move. We just got to let it play out. And I don't understand why that's so difficult for people. Like, Well, and I'm not even going to say the person who wrote the article. The other thing, oh, 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 I think people are going to like this. Dude, do you know who Laravid Cheesehead Brazil? Oh, no. Cheesehead Brazil fans, guess who Laravid them? Oh, no. You'll who? love this. Who? You. Bukowski. What? Apparently, Bukowski completely ghosted them. They, he said he'd come on their show, and then he ghosted them. So Wait, I'm didn't just he say put that he was out there. on it, though? I thought I swear I, I saw know. him tweet that, oh, I was on that show. They're great. Wait, he didn't even show. They told wait, me. They told what? me he ghosted. Yeah, they told me he ghosted. Wait, a, wait hold on. He told me hold, that. Hold on. Peter Bukowski. That's what they told me. I don't, I didn't show. <laughs> Brazil? That's what you're telling me? Yes. Yes. What the fuck is this oh. world coming to? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Peter! Anyway. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, finally, talking you about know. pieces around the internet, about the Packers, something you guys got to check out if you haven't already. Um, Ted Wynn over at uh, The Athletic wrote a phenomenal piece about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense. I highly encourage anyone who cares about the Packers and how they're playing on the offensive side of the ball to check this piece out. Absolutely outstanding. A really good point that he makes kind of the thesis of the post is, you know, you look at guys like McVay, Shanahan, having to cover up for guys like Goff or Garoppolo, etc. cetera. Uh, Matt LaFleur, you know, good friend of Cheesehead TV, apparently, um, you know, <laughs> is living his best life with Aaron Rodgers. And that's not 
a sense of, oh, Aaron is doing it all, but this offense is being taken to levels we haven't seen yet because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is the one running it. And the possibilities within the offense, it's an outstanding piece. I, I can't recommend uh, Ted's work enough in general, but this piece specifically, phenomenal job breaking down the offense with gifts, with pictures, etc. Tons of great writing. Check it out. Seek it out. It's outstanding stuff. All right, Corey. You ready yeah. to uh, talk to the fine folks here on yeah, the let's, YouTube? Let's super. Let's. Uh, what's going on with the YouTube and the Facebook chat? I'm gonna go. Chat. I'm gonna look at the queue. I'm gonna view queue, sir. I'm gonna start at the bottom. Nice. And we'll go to. Uh, nice. Oh no. Oh no. I love what first happened? the very first one on Facebook because of course it came from Facebook. By the way, this could only yeah, come from Facebook. Nagor desperately wants to turn this Packers talk into an anti-Trump political tirade in light of today's news, LOL. I didn't bring it up. Not once. You did. Enough said. But you just brought it up. But it's on Facebook. You it's a, it's the Facebook okay, super we'll chat. You said you wanted to. Okay, but I don't, Banky, remember I don't weeks ago though. when I said I don't, don't want to graphics. deal with Facebook? And you said, no, we got to include Facebook. This is why I don't want gotcha. to. Put, okay, it's well, literally well, here in the why queue. Why don't we see the graphics on the bottom? Though? I don't know. We'll push dude. the queue. Lavar Ball's ego. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll remove from queue. How's that? Uh, like we'll it. go down. We'll go to Lloyd Dixon. Twitter verified that guy in Pelosi's office. See another one. See, there's another one. Just, just pass those ones. I don't care about that. I only care about football, people. I am with you on that. Like, Tulio. see that right there? Okay, if you're watching this stream, okay, hold on. Take me wide. Take me wide. There Fuck you go. This. <laughs> Look, if you're watching this fucking stream, okay, the only thing that matters in life is right across the street. Word. Okay? Everything you need to know about your life right now <laughs> is right across the street. Okay? <sighs> Just focus on that. Focus on that. Don't focus on all the other garbage. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's Tulio, move. screw this. I love you all. Hashtag Go Pack Go from Brazil. That's what I'm talking about. Tulio knows what's up. Uh, next up, I'm just going to write to Michael M. Michael M. Should be good for years to come. You have to feel the urgency to win it all is high, with potential losses. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. Like as far as like how the what do you call it? The roster could shake out down the road. No doubt about it. Oh, I love this. Tulio has another one, by the way. Tulio has uh, another super chat. Any chance we have Goody on transplants? Uh, I'll say this. Goodykunst has been Ooh. on my podcast. Um, Goodykunst has never come on this show, though. I have, I have requested Goodykunst in the offseason. The, the uh, what do you call it? Timing, the scheduling just hasn't lined up yet. I think it's going to happen. Brian and I have a very good relationship. He's always very nice to me whenever I'm in town. We always have really good chats when I'm in town for, like, training camp, the offseason, what have you. Um, I think it's going to happen eventually. So, um, he, but like I said, well, and he's, I think he's, been on our, he's been on my a, podcast. A, I think there, he, he gives some really good answers. Um, you know, unfortunately, he came from the TED School of Media, where you basically <laughs> don't ever talk to the media, not one time, not one iota. He definitely talks to them better. Yes. I think there's a lot that... I think that what I what has most impressed me about uh, Brian's tenure so far is his focus 
and his determination to make the team that he has envisioned. That he will, yes. And visualized. Thousand percent. And, and, and I think, you know, what you're seeing from the Green Bay Packers has raw material provided by Brian G <laughs> and molded by Matt. Yep. And, and it's incredible. It's incredible. And, and yeah, the stories that, that uh, Gutenkunz has over this season and like just since he's taken over, it, it's pretty incredible. Oh, I mean, yes. Uh, I want to we'll, hear him. We will definitely have him on the program at some point. Um, next up, we got Chad. Chad saying, Snacks pulled a Martellus Bennett with the Seahawks. That's not crazy. That's not too far <laughs> off the mark. You know, it's like, true. I'm going to come help you guys win. Wait a second. I'm not going to play. Okay, this. I'm out. All right. Bye. It's not crazy. But, you know, he was doing it for the, the, the right, the good and the group, the good and the, the good and the great, the Packers. That's what's all that, all that matters. Um, oh, Rimru. Sorry, I didn't get to this question while Coach was with us. What kind of chew does Coach use? <laughs> Sorry, we'll have to uh, we'll have to shelve that for the next uh, time Coach is on transplants. When he's at Corey's house, we'll we'll find out what's going on. What Chad, kind of chew? Does he he doesn't chew tobacco, does he? No, he doesn't. We'll find out. Chad, thanks for the super chat. I'm glad I turned off CNN for this. As Corey was saying earlier, this is all that matters in life. Packers are the number one seed. They're about to march to a Super Bowl in Hoist Lombardi. What more do you need? Jocelyn, thank you for the super chat. Does Lafleur get his swag from Rogers, or is it the other way around? Ooh, ooh, that's mm. nice. ooh controversial question right there. Mm. Not I'm not so sure there, Jocelyn. I, I, that again, something to mark down for the next time we talk to Matt. Oh boy, Jake in the box. <laughs> Corey, it's been pointed out that Nags called McCarthy by his name. It's true. I called him Matt, uh, Mike all the time. And refers to Lafleur as coach, armchair psychologist. Why do you think that is? Why do you think I called McCarthy Mike, but I call Lafleur coach? This is a good question for you, coach. Um, that's a good question. I mean, I I think it really comes down to when you joined the beat. Right. That's what beat reporters were already calling him. Well, that's and, a good point. I hadn't thought of know, that, but that's true. That's true. So I think, you know, he was, he was called Mike. He was Mike. Yep. He was Mike. He was this yep. common thing. When, once you join that bubble, right, yep. you're in the media bubble. Yep. And, um, you know, I do think that and, – and then you got to kind of know him and all that kind of stuff. Yep. For, I would say now it's like, well, we want to be on our best behavior because we are somehow credentialed by the Green Bay Packers and we, you know, want to be respectful. So maybe <laughs> because you're not with, like – PackersNews.com, and you are instead with Cheesehead TV, you're a little bit more, like, respectful and you use the coach moniker. That, that, that's my That's story. fair. That's all very fair, Corey. That's well done. Uh, Justin with a super chat. Uh, you were great on Cheesehead Brazil, Corey. Dying at Emo Nagler thinking, really, dude, when you said go pack right before his monologue. Wow, so you told that story, huh? <laughs> you told the story of my uh, freshman so year. Emo. I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, Nagler, he likes like Depeche Mode and he was like all emo and, and he was all like introverted, like, fair. Hey, and so when I first said it, you were kind of like, you were kind of deer in the headlights. Like, what should I do now? Oh no, I, I need to dude, do my monologue. Dude. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I could do a whole fucking like hour show about that day, that day. 
I know, yes, it's so true. No question. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate you. Also, you know the other thing I appreciated? Coach was so jealous of your beer. I, I mean, I mean, could it be more he obvious? He was like, he was like, it was like you, it's like in, in, in Lambo, they're like, no, no one can have any alcohol. I mean, anywhere, can we? Anyone. He's like, you have a beer? We got to talk, we got to talk to Mark Murphy about it. instituting <laughs> like, you know, five o'clock Fridays or something for Coach. Come on. Get Coach a beer, beer for Christ's sake. <laughs> The man is in charge of our hopes and dreams, and he can't have a fucking beverage, dude. Come on. He was like, he was like, you have a beer. He that was so nice excited about the beer. beer. Like, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like, coach, you make you make so much money doing an amazing job. I'm just like, it was so, it was fascinating. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and Nagler like does nothing for nobody, and he's having a beer. So you should Nagler have a beer. Literally works for beer. <laughs> I mean, essentially, I mean, pretty much. No cap there, as the kids would say. Um, Steve, thanks for the super chat. Coach on Cheesehead TV. Great work, fellas. Coach likes Pappy. Uh, we should have asked about Pappy. We should have asked about Ooh. That's a really good – I mean, you're talking Ooh, I about – I will totally – You're talking about coach salaries. Coach you. could, like, you know, end the Pappy's fun drive, like, in one fell swoop. But it's, Immediately. it's all good. It's all good. But thank you. I'll give Coach, I'll give coach some Pappy, especially – he wins the Super Bowl. I'll pull oh, out the 20-year Pappy. Come yes. on now. Let's go. I, I can think of no better reason to pull out the twenty-year pappy than to drink with a Super Bowl winning coach. I mean, a thousand percent, and he'll be at your house. So why not? You want to be a good host. So there you go. H. Carrington, yeah, thank you for the super chat. From thirteen and three and a two seed to thirteen and three and a one seed, sign me up for more of this regression next year. That's a really great point because I was a billion percent in the camp that said all year long that they would regress as far as. You couldn't count on turnovers again. You couldn't count on them being that excellent in the red zone again. Hopefully they got a little better on offense. But their record was most likely regress. They would probably be a better team. But guess what? They're a better team with the same record instead of a better team with a worse record. And I am with you, H. Carrington. I will sign up for that all day long. So what you're saying is they're not a fraudulent 13-3 and team? Apparently not. I don't know. You know, we're going to have to talk to our friends over there at PFF for the uh, fraudulent moniker. Yeah, we should ask should them. So are they So are they less fraudulent or more fraudulent now I, at 13-3? You know, I, I don't know. Apparently PFF. now the Chiefs have taken over that moniker, but uh, we'll, we'll find out, I'm sure, here in the playoffs. Sweet. Um, Aaron Gonzalez, thank you for the super chat. For getting coach on the show, go pack go. Bucks beat us without Kevin King though. Just saying. Fair point. Fair point. Because everybody big... is scared of the Bucks. Okay, I'm not. Here's the thing. I've here's said thing. all week I want them. That's the matchup I want. I know, That's the matchup I want. Nagler, Nagler. Every single person I talk to, from the media or like who's like whatever, they're just like. I think the Bucks matchup is the scariest. Oh God! And I'm like, scared of nobody. Why? Because they won. Tom Brady is a statue. Tom Brady is 400 years old. Bring him into the fucking cold in Lambeau Field in January. Bring it on. How? How? What? What did he do against us? Every time he was in trouble, he threw to Gronk. You think he's going to be able to do that consistently against us? I just no, no. What are you scared of? One thing at a time. One thing not. at a time. Let's see no. who the matchup is first. Uh, I hear no, you, though. No, I hear you. Uh, PacFan39. PacFan39, thank you for the super chat. Gravedigger, Raji, Snacks, best run stuffer? Question mark? Oh, Gravedigger. Come on. Okay, I love me some Raji. And I love Snacks. But Gravedigger was the absolute man. 
the absolute man. And not only here's the other thing about Gravedigger really that was. no one really remembers or talks about when they talk about Gravedigger. His name is about a sack celebration or a tackle for loss celebration. So you're always thinking about like big plays where it happened behind the line of scrimmage. I get all that. This man could turn and run as a 300-plus pounder back in the day. Covering, There's a great fucking play in the Super Bowl where he literally is in the yep. flat covering the yep. running back. Like This kid, he was so athletic and so big and could not be moved. Not by two Nagler. humans. You are going to love. Okay, so you are going to love this. Okay, so on Cheeseheads Brazil yep. uh, last night. They asked me, I, I don't know how we got to th- your three favorite players, <laughs> but basically they were like, name three of your favorite, like name your favorite players. Right. And so somehow I put them in buckets, right? So you're going to appreciate this. So literally my number one was obviously Bart Starr and he didn't play when I was around, but to me, he just encapsulates everything that you know and love about being the Alabama quarterback, being under Lombardi, being the contrast to him, Lombardi taking the, all the things, the narratives, the history. Oh, it's you can embrace it. You can just hug it. You can just be like, mm, I love it. Okay, <laughs> so that's number one, right? So then number two, I was like, got to be Gilbert Brown. Like, just, just, just got to be, right? Just got to be. Gilbert Brown doing, you know, when we were talking to uh, Charlie on the watch party, right? And remember, we we were in uh, Carrie the G watch party. We were showing a picture of um, of uh, I think Lori on Twitter, and she was like a little kid, and she was in like a costume. Oh yeah, the, you know, she was in one yeah, of those yeah. like so stand ups. The cutouts, the stand ups, and the he cut was out like head. a yeah. cutout, yeah, like a little cutout of a yeah. player. And we, and he was like, oh man, if that was Gilbert Brown, like Gilbert Brown was that guy, right? Yep. He's that guy where yep. you're like, yeah, I love Brett Favre, but like Gilbert gets me going, like, <laughs> like I'm going now, right? It's so true and then and then the third person so you'll never believe this oh, so no. literally my third favorite oh, no. packer craig newsom and oh, they were like i was like sense. you that might not sense. i was like you might not know right. who that is but not, i had his t-shirt it's not someone i, I would immediately his, you know, jump to but it, it is very cory banky thousand percent yeah so uh anyway that gravedigger thing reminded me of it because you know the gravedigger he was that guy he was he really was like he electrified lambo like like it's like lambo was already hype and there was like tension and then something would happen and gravedigger would do the gravedigger move and lambo would just erupt and it was it's a beautiful it was so don't forget and okay this is the other thing remember last year uh it was the uh the chargers game Z all week had been uh, people had been tweeting him about the grave digger. He did the grave digger, yeah, in Los Angeles. We need Z to do yeah. the grave digger at Lambeau. Like that needs to happen with fans, with fans. Yes, with next fans, year, hopefully. with fans, or even this year. I don't care when he does it. He needs to do it in Lambeau, in honor of 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 the grave digger. Overshadow Sean, thank you I for agree. the super chat. Just getting here. What did I miss? M. Pappy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, we had nothing. some dude talking. He coaches you know, the Packers. Just the, I don't know. Just, He's just, just the, out. the greatest. Just the just probably the coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, should uh, for be the NFL. Should you know. be. Reed, I thank you for the super chat. It, right? He's he, going to get it. He's got to get it. I doubt it. Reed, thank you for the super Come chat. Come on, don't depress me, Nagler. Go Pack, go. Keep up the great work, guys. Reed, thank you very much. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks, Reed. Chad Saunders, thank you for the super chat. Fun thing I saw recently, pick two Packer players from any era, one offense, one defense, to plug into this year's team to help them on their Super Bowl run. I chose Bakhtiari. Why would you do that? And Reggie White. Okay, Banky, what do you think? 
Two players, one offense, one defense, from any era, any era. But Bakhtiari's on there. I know. That's why I said this is what I'm just reading. Chad's super chat. The man paid his money. I'm going to read his chat. Um, for this offense and defense, I mean, I don't know. I Clay Matthews and um, Clay Matthews and Chad Clifton. Ooh, there you go. You see Chad to put it, go go in there at left tackle. Look at you. Look at you being a being a GM and coach at the same time. It's pretty impressive. Uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with um, Desmond Bishop because I want him to get inside Ooh. and wreck some shit on defense. And then on the offensive side, I want Desmond Howard so I can have a returner to house it and give us great mm. field position so we don't have to worry about this shit. That's those are my as two. As you know, that's how you that's how you win the Super Bowl. You just need a Desmond Howard. Apparently so. Um, all right. I can't thank everyone enough. Corey, I know you joined me in saying thank you to everybody who joined us here live, including one Mr. Matt LaFleur. I do gotta give a shout out to all of our Patreon members. Every single one of you are amazing. I cannot believe each and every week we're getting more and more support on Patreon. Every week we do the Patreon happy hour. It, it is so much fun. We had one last night. It's a great time. Let me tell you, you talk about a fun, loose group that just loves pack, the Packers and talking Packers and having a great time. It is so much fun each and every week. Can't thank you guys enough for supporting Cheesehead TV the way you do. But look, I understand in the midst of everything we're going through as a country and as a world right now, some people probably don't have – even $5 a month to throw into a Cheesehead TV Patreon. I completely get that. So if you will only do the, 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 the honor of hitting like on this video, subscribing to the channel, it means the world to us. We love it. It's all Packers all the time. You guys know. We don't do anything else. We don't talk about anything else. It's just the Packers. It's not the NFL. It's not other NFL teams. It's just the Packers. It's what we do. Each and every day. Uh, Corey, you got anything else for the fine folks at home before we get out of here? No, I was just going to say, if you like talking about special teams for a half hour, mm -hmm. join the <laughs> Patreon happy hour. I was trying to pump it up, Corey, but like now you just like maybe some people were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll check out the Patreon. Ooh, half hour of special teams. But, yes, that is the nerd <laughs> level we get into. There's a lot of special teams talk. Or there were yesterday. I don't know. There you go. I um, mean, to be fair, to be fair, Nagler is like you. You don't drive the conversation too much. No, so, so you allow I, people to. It's like, It's about ask the whatever people want to talk yeah, about. Yeah. That's exactly that's the so, whole point. You know that that was dominating, dominated the discussion. <laughs> Corey literally night. came great. in and was like, "Can we shut the fuck up about special teams?" Oh my god! Like that was <laughs> that was yesterday's half hour mark. Um, that'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. Uh, before we go, I, I do want to say this: Happy birthday! To my youngest daughter, Olive, she is 13 Yay, today. Olive. I am now 13. officially the father of three teenagers. What the hell? When did that happen? What? Anyway, Olive, I love you. You are the light of the world. You are amazing. Happy 13th birthday. I love you very much. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank each and every one of you who showed up today, including... The head coach of the Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur, thank you so much for joining us. Um, look, Cheesehead TV, we love that you guys make 
us a part of your daily Packers routine, whether it's joining me on daily, whether it's here every week with transplants, whether it's the watch party, uh, any of the content we put out on the website, any of the podcasts, we cannot thank you enough. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. And I think there may be a misnomer um, among uh, yourselves and the others at uh, Cheesehead TV. Is that right? Um, that is that, correct. That maybe uh, if the second and ten is called and it's a run pass, and I'm going to choose to pass out of spite for the. Uh, I can not spite. You. I didn't say spite. Come on now. <laughs> okay. <laughs>